You are listening to Mountain Bike Radio. Hello, welcome back to Mountain Bike Radio. This is a new show called The Last Aid Station. This first episode is going to be a little bit different, so hang with us. I just wanted to get, this is Ben Welnack, and I wanted to get on to uh, do a quick intro with the show host, Mark Stover. And uh, so we'll do a little bit of intro in the beginning, and then Mark will just dig right into the tell you what the show is going to be like. Uh, he's got some updates already. We'll get to that. Mark, welcome to Mountain Bike Radio. Thank you very much. Very uh, happy to be here. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about doing this. And uh, uh, not only do I race endurance races, but I actually uh, follow them. I love knowing what's going on at the pointy end of the uh, peloton, so to speak, um, right. being at the front of, uh, you know, who, who's doing what and who's who's attacking where and yeah. um, those kind of things. And so I'm really looking forward to letting everybody know, like, what I found out of how the races went down. Um, and there seems to be so many out there. And so I felt like, you know, when I called you up and, you know, let you know about it, I thought it'd be a great idea for a show. So I'm yeah, glad to be here. And it, it's fantastic. So, um, you know, I want, you know, the listeners, you kind of just did a little intro, but I, I want you to tell the listeners, first of all, um, you know, kind of what the show is about, uh, maybe a little bit more of like how you got into it, like where are you coming yeah. from, you know, how, what should listeners expect from Mark and how are you going to, how are you going to bring it? Right. Um, so, um, I got into this, um, I am a, um, kind of came up through, um, racing back in the nineties, um, as a junior and a, uh, road racer, mostly, um, though we, I kind of dabbled in mountain bike racing and then kind of left the sport mostly due to a career and some other things as, as I think some people always do. I think a lot of us do. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but anyhow, uh, came back to it, um, and got back into road racing, ended up with a coach and did that whole thing, um, had some decent results. And then, um, I actually really like riding my bike and uh, I don't like, um, suffering every day on the bike to, um, suffer every day in a race, like in a crit as you, as you would. And, um, I just enjoy, you know, my coach told me that, you know, you, well, you just really need to, you know, you need to be putting out these huge efforts all the time and, um, taking a lot of time to rest. And I, I just like, I like going out and riding my bike for four to five, six hours and just, um, enjoying it as much as I can. I mean, certainly there's, there are times when you're, you know, you're hurting and suffering and stuff, but I love just spending a lot of time and it really wasn't compatible with road racing in the United States, which is pretty much criterium racing. Um, and I got involved back into mountain bike racing and absolutely loved it. And then the longer the race, the better I did. And the longer the race, the more I enjoyed it. And that's kind of how I came about getting into endurance racing. And, um, so any and all endurance races, I absolutely love them. I love, that's the way I like to train. That's the way I like to focus my, uh, my results. That's where I like to focus my A races, so to speak. That's, that's just where, um, that's where I'm at now. I just like being able to focus on like eight to 10 races in a season and, and put all my effort in doing well at those races versus, you know, racing two races or three races every weekend. And, um, it, to me, just flogging myself, um, and hoping and getting better, better results on the road. So, so that's, so listeners that's, pretty much can bet on you being all in as far as when it comes to knowing, you know, what it's like to be in the middle of one of those type of races and all that kind of stuff, huh? 
Well, I've, I've, I've done the, I've done the road racing thing and I'm, um, I'm not saying that I won't do it and not saying that I yeah. don't still have one of those little skinny tired machines, oh, but, for sure. um, um, I, I just, I love spending the day on the mountain bike, um, whether it's racing or riding with friends or, um, you know, actually doing some training on it. So that's, that's where I'm coming from as far as my background. So cool. And I wanted to, I forgot to mention right away. Um, but I'm actually, so Mark is down in North Carolina. Um, I'm up in Colorado and at the, at the moment I'm at, uh, the 9250 performance center. So if you go to 9250.com, you check it out, they got performance center, uh, a little bike shop, uh, all kinds of stuff going on, elevated legs. Um, but I mentioned that because a good friend, John, is the guy that created 9250. And John is sitting right next to me right now actually doing some coaching. But we're going to get him, Mark's going to get him on the air uh, to talk about Old Pueblo because he had a lot of racers out there. He was out there with his son, um, and we wanted to get him on as well. So I wanted to get that in there. So, um, But anyhow, so uh, Mark, how, tell us about how the show is going to go. Like, what are you, okay. you know, kind of what the plan is, um, what are you going to be covering, you know? Right. So, um, I, I want this to be, I mean, you know, one of the reasons we came up with the name, uh, the last aid station, it, it's kind of exactly like, you know, those of you who have experienced the last aid station at a race, you know, you get in, get out, you get your results, um, you get what you need to, um, we're, we're I'm not meant, I don't want this to be a ton of, um, uh, lots of uh, extra space. Um, the, the shows aren't probably going to be super, super long. You know, it's kind of going to be a informational show, almost a news show as far as endurance racing. And it's going to be everything endurance racing. So I want this to be, you know, the one place where you can get all the news um, without having to search for all the different results on the internet. Um, so I'm hoping that we're going to be able to cover everything from you know, USAC, um, that horrible word, USAC's um, designated marathon distances of 40 miles or so, um, all the way up to the multi-day bike pack races, whether that be Tour Divide or um, Colorado Trail Race, um, and then everything in between. And and most of it is going to fall in between those two, which is pretty much your your 100 milers, your your uh, 100Ks, um, everything from the uh, NUE series, um, the one-day epics, and then like the the 100k races you know whether it's oram or order shore or whiskey 50 all those races um i'm hoping that this becomes the one stop to um, get all that essential information if you're looking for it um also hoping to get some um stage racing in um and and, and, and yeah i, I wanted I mean, to jump in too you know if there's any yeah. any race directors or racers or anybody that just likes that type of stuff and you come across some news or some information, or you want to share, you know, maybe, you know, what I'm thinking is like a race director, you know, they spend all this time typing out their results. You know, they spend a couple hours. If they wanted to, to maybe just give you a call, like we can just record at any time. Like if we absolutely, you know, something like yeah. that, just shoot us an email. You can send it to Ben at mountain bike radio.com or Mark at right. Mark Mark at right. Yes, mountain bike Mark, radio. Yep. I can't remember what I set you up as. So yeah. uh, Mark at mountain bike radio.com. Um, and yep. we can get you on, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to, you know, if, um, maybe what I was thinking too, is there's some different series too, if they wanted a, a regular spot, they could come on for a few minutes. Um, so we're, we're open to um, ideas, everybody. If you're listening, you want to get on, just shoot us an email and we can work something out. So, 
Um, Absolutely. Um, and, and going along with that, um, I'm hoping to get some uh, promoters in before the races um, and after the races, maybe promoters to tell what the race is going to be about, what, what they can expect from the course conditions, what the, you know, all the information that you get from um, a race promoter or race director um, before the race, uh, maybe even, you know, to help, help um, racers make decisions on um, the equipment choices and things like that. Um, and then um, having the race directors there after, generally they are the knowledgeable guys after the races that know how the races um went down. Um, you know, it's a lot easier to actually talk to somebody and those where, you know, where the moves were made and those kind of things. Um, and of course we'll have the usual suspects, you know, the top pros and amateurs, um, maybe even some sponsors that, um, are really, um, promoting our sport and helping our sport along as far as endurance mountain bike racing goes. So it's fantastic. All right. So now we know a little about you or we have a really good picture of who you are kind of know what the format is um i'm going to kind of step out of the way here now and uh the let the last day station uh go so all right so take it away mark and then uh you you just uh, whenever we want to get john on i don't know you know we listeners we were kind of talking beforehand so we're going to go through mark's got his list of stuff um and thanks for hanging with us for the first 10 minutes of uh the intro here but uh yeah just let me know we'll we'll get get him on and he can talk about old Pueblo. So, all right, cool. take it away. Great. All right. Um, so, uh, 2014, um, the race season is finally underway. Uh, I'm going to talk about some results here in a little bit, um, with, uh, the big season coming up, which is old Pueblo, which was, uh, last weekend, uh, the 12 hours of Santos down in Florida was also last weekend, same weekend, actually. Um, and we actually had Southern Cross this weekend, though uh, we're not going to cover too much gravel racing on the show. Um, the Southern Cross race usually shows who's coming into form um, on the mountain bike. Um, and you usually have many of the same result, uh, people getting results at that race that you'll see coming up um, in a lot of the longer mountain bike races. Um, so some of the big changes this year. Um, first off, uh, USAC has decided to not uh, enforce their uh, 1.02.19, um, which allows some of their UCI or all of their UCI uh, pros, they'll be allowed to uh, race the unsanctioned races as well as the sanctioned races without penalty. Um, so that opens up um, quite a bit of um, the big names coming into some endurance races um certainly you'll probably see some big names racing whiskey 50 some of the nue races um of course they're also going to be competing with uh the u.s cup this year um, which has been thrown a ton of money ton of money eighty thousand dollars both for men and women um into uh from show air so uh who knows how that's going to play out but i'm sure uh, the good thing is is that we're going to see some big names racing the endurance races um as well as uh, the U S cup races. Um, so you'll see the bishops and the grants of the MTB world. Um, and I, Mark, I'm going to jump in. I'm yeah. going to jump in every once in a while yeah. too. Um, actually I saw Georgia Gould was talking with, uh, she had posted something on, I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook. They're all the same at this right. point. Um, but she had mentioned something she had was talking to Scott. So people like, uh, Georgia Gould, it seems like they're going to be showing up to this stuff too. So that right, absolutely throws an Olympian in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you're not going to. I mean, you're, it's not both on the men and the women's side. Um, so maybe you'll see some um, 
some unexpected names, some names that certainly are, are familiar on the mountain bike world, but maybe not to the endurance world as uh, this um, this barrier, so to speak, has been lifted. Yeah, I think, you know, you mentioned the Whiskey 50. Um, I think what's going to – those people that are showing up for that Whiskey 50 and maybe maybe stretching out beyond that cross country into that little bit longer, right. I, I think that's going to be the group that's going to be chasing this – that you'll see chasing these uh, – the this cup yeah 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 Yeah, i also think um i think you know that i think it may open up usac to finally understanding that they've kind of missed the boat on this whole thing um and maybe start promoting um i'm not saying they're going to be promoting 100 mile epics or anything like that uh, but i'm thinking that maybe they might get into promoting a lot more on the marathon distance which i think they believe is somewhere between 40 and 60 miles which is fine by me. I think the more the races, the better. Um, there's nothing wrong with uh, USAC being involved in that. Um, I'm, I'm not down on them being involved in this at all, but um, having having them there um, maybe puts a different perspective on things. Maybe they'll run things just a little bit different and maybe make improvements overall. So there's nothing wrong with that. So yep. um, on to the NUE series, of course, the National Alter Endurance Series. Um, lots of things coming up there. Um, there's been big changes in the calendar. It's gone from 14 races nationally to 13. Um, Park City Point to Point is out. Um, Wildcat Epic is out. And is it Salamo? Salamo. We always figure Silamo. that out. Silamo. Yep. yep. We always get figure that. Can never figure that out. Uh, Salamo is out. Um, some of them were um, due to turnout. Some of them were due to um, race management. Um, and some of them were probably um, at the whim of uh, other issues going on because um, certainly they, they, the, the promoters have the choice to whether they want to be involved or not in the actual series. Um, so in taking their place, uh, the Bailey Hundo is in um, and the Big Bear Grizzly is in. So going from 14 to 13, um, and the, just the only rule change as far as the ult, the, uh, overall goes for these, um, national ultra endurance series is that it used to be the best five results would count towards your point total. And now it is down to just four. So just four races needed, um, makes it a lot more, uh, it's a lot easier if, especially if you're, um, living on one coast or the other, um, you don't have to do as much traveling as necess- as you would need to um, to get all those five five races in. Yeah, I think it was starting. I think that was starting to become a barrier. Absolutely, that, you know, yeah. a couple of years ago, absolutely yeah. it was because I think there, I mean um, nothing against it, but there, I mean it seems like a lot of the races are definitely either east or west coast. Not much in the middle. Um, the only one I can think of in the middle is uh, Lumberjack, I think. Um, so the uh, having it down to four, I think is going to make it a little easier for people to actually compete for the overalls there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's the big, that was the big change on the uh, series. Um, a couple changes on the teams. Um, team CF has changed its name to rare disease cycling. Um, same uh, suspects as far as uh, who's going to be involved there, including uh, Tangi and uh, Flug, Jesse Kelly, Sorensen, uh, Spring. I mean, it's the, it's the normal group coming down through there, um, so they'll just be wearing slightly different jerseys, but the same. As they ex- pass oh, well, in the beginning. Well, pass me, as they start in front of me. And, yeah, well, in the beginning, yeah. I watch yeah, them right, ride away from right. me on the uh, first hill. Right. You don't actually ever see no. their jerseys because they're all cleaned up by the time you get right, in exactly, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyhow, that's, uh, that's going to be um, – I guess they – 
just wanted to just a slight change in the um, what they're benefiting, uh, maybe spread the wealth a little bit as far as um, what they're uh, promoting um, and, and trying to get. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great idea for a team. Certainly um, raises awareness to um, all those um, rare diseases they're doing, not only CF, um, but uh, all the diseases they're they're uh, fighting against there. Um, some of the other issues going on, uh, not issues necessarily. Um, uh, Toasted Head Racing uh, has certainly up the ante here recently and really put on a stronger team. Um, lots of lo- new guys coming into that team. Um, everybody from uh, gravel racers to national ultra guys. Um, and certainly they had a, te- a strong team last year, but they're, they've actually really uh, pumped up the roster for this coming season. Uh, Drew Edsel. Who's the, yeah. sorry, yeah. I'm going to cut in there because yeah. I have one question on yeah. toasted head. Who's the guy? He's a young dude out in Pennsylvania. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, what's the name? Grant. No, not Grant. Anyhow, uh, he did pretty well at uh, uh, Transylvania Epic last year. Oh. Um, I was just yeah. wondering if you yeah. remember. I'll yeah. think of his name later, but yeah. anyhow, go ahead, Drew. Um, so Drew Etzel, as um, the the team he was on, the felt uh, primary felt team is kind of reformed. Um, and so it's down to just three guys. Um, it's now Pro Closet felt stands no tubes team uh, with himself mitch hoke and ryan woodall um, who we'll actually talk about ryan here in a little bit he uh first race big race of the year six hours of santos he smoked the field um and topeak ergon which is a huge team um on the uci front has decided to forego uh world cup racing for next year and is actually just going to um, have their athletes racing the marathon series, um, certainly UCI marathon series. Um, and then on the American side, um, racing the, uh, whether it's the NUE series or the, the even dabbling in some bike pack racing, I think. Um, but gone from that team, same team as last year, but gone from that team are the O'Days. Both Namrita and Eddie O'Day um, have left the team. Namrita is gone to a uh, Georgia team, and I can't rem- recall the name. Uh, but I'll find out shortly. And uh, Eddie is looking for and actually has um, acquired some personal sponsors. And he's going to be mostly concentrating on some bike pack racing, um, which he did extremely well in last year uh, at Stagecoach and a few others. And then also will be, con- be doing a few hundred milers uh, in addition to those. Um, so that's the big news that I've found uh, so far. Um, a couple of the other things that we're going to be going through um, while we're following these series, I mean, we're not just going to follow the NUE series or we're not just going to follow um, specific teams. Um, we're going to concentrate also on the Leadville series, the Colorado Endurance series, Virginia Mountain Bike series, um, the King of Pisgah series, the uh, Virginia Endurance series. So there's quite a few series. If you're a promoter and you want us to follow your series, absolutely get in touch with us. Uh, as we talked about earlier, either Ben at Mountain Bike Radio, Mark at MountainBikeRadio.com, um, or even our Facebook page, which is the Last Aid Station. If you search for that on Facebook, uh, another way to get in touch. We um, also want to look at the WEM series. Uh, ben, you can maybe speak a little bit on the WEM series up there. Um, you, I know you're kind of familiar. Yep. yep. Well, I'm originally from Wisconsin, and that's how I started was the Wisconsin Endurance Mountain Biking Series, but... Um, yeah, a great, pretty like grassroots series that, um, you know, they're, 
I think they're doing, putting a little bit more work into it and, uh, should be good. So, um, yeah. So as, as we go along, you know, I have some contacts there so we can keep up to date. Absolutely. That. Cool. So, um, anyhow, we're going to, we're going to follow the results of tons of races across the country. Um, hoping to get, um, as many as we can. And then on top of that, follow the series results as they come in across, the, across the, uh, uh, series events also, so we can actually follow who's, who's where in the standings. Um, and then in addition to that, we're going to follow some, uh, stage racing. So we'll hopefully be following not only the Transylvania Epic, um, also, uh, Pisgah, um, and what's the one in Colorado, Ben, the, uh, Rec Epic. Rec yeah, Epic. absolutely. Yep. So. yep. And I, you know, I would say that, you know, people are really used to getting like immediate results which is fantastic because we can get the details. But if you want more than that and to hear kind of, you know, if you just want to sit down at work on Monday morning or whenever it's going to be, I don't know, we'll have a regular show. I don't know what day or whatever we'll release it, but, you know, whatever. Tuesday morning, you just pop in your headphones at work for an hour, half an hour, whatever, catch up on a couple shows. Um, But you can actually hear, you know, like Mark talking about, hey, you know, um, you know, Alex Grant pulled away from whatever, from, uh, whatever on the Breck Epic, for example, like last yeah. year, or, um, you know, you can get the de- more details of than just checking the Facebook page or this. So you might have to wait a few days, Absolutely. but you'll get more info out of it. So. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm going to be completely honest. Most, most of the mar- narratives that I'm going to be getting are going to be the same places that anybody with a computer or calling someone on the phone could get. Um, but I'm hopefully going to, compile that all into something that seems yep. a little coherent <laughs> and um, it might take a little so, bit too yeah. it might i mean the first you know once yeah. march hits and there's you know true grit for example you know that hits in march it's not like you're going to have yeah. like it's going to take a little bit of time to compile like who's who who's where what's going on so just hang with us for a couple months you know as we kind of get promoters on to kind of feed you know it'd be better once that type of person feeds the information because then we get better, you know, instead of us researching all this stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah. So just hang with it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and you know, a lot of that stuff is going to be coming from you, the listener. Um, if you have, uh, you know how a race occurred or, you know, um, a promoter that can give me that additional information or, you know, a link to, um, a, a specific race that maybe you did well in, or, you know, you think something that should be covered, let us know. Cause this, it's really, this is, um, though I'm trying to really satisfy the, the listener with a really good show, um, a lot of this is, is going to need to be fed somewhere. And yeah. additional information is certainly more than – I'm more than happy to take any additional information you may get. And so, if – I will mention too, um, you know, since this is the first show and we're going to have some new listeners catching on, um, you know, if you are – you know, if you're listening to this, you're into the endurance type of stuff or whatever in any race and – and you're maybe somebody that's looking to get more attention, uh, you know, maybe promote what you got going on, your sponsors and all that kind of stuff. Shoot us an email because if we don't get you on the last station, we can get you on a show on mountain bike radio. And that gets you out to a lot of people that you would never reach on that would never read or reach on, uh, you know, like a blog or that sort of thing. So if you have any ideas, shoot them our way. All right. Exactly. Exactly. So a um, couple quick results from this week. This is the very first weekend pretty much of the big endurance scene starting. Um, starts off with a big uh, – last weekend was uh, both Santos and – the 12 hours of Santos and 24 hours in the old Pueblo. 
um, opposite ends of the country. And then this weekend we had Southern Cross, which is definitely a gravel racer, um, but certainly shows who is coming into form. Um, so with that, um, we'll talk about Southern Cross real quick. Uh, Thomas Turner uh, was with a group of a four to five, broke clear about halfway or so, um, and rode in solo about three minutes up on the field. A group of four chasers uh, weren't ever able to pull him back. Um, and the four racers actually entered the final circuit together. Final circuit at a lot of these races, including Southern Cross, is a uh, loop of a pseudo-traditional cyclocross-type circuit, you know, run-ups, barriers, that kind of thing. Um, and that broke the final four across about a minute and a half to two minutes. So they finished three minutes down, and then the other, the uh, four actually finished about, there was about a minute and a half or two separating them. Um, so Thomas Turner, uh, last I heard he was racing for Jameis. I believe he's still racing for Jameis. Um, Nicholas Van Winkle in second, Chris Edmondson, uh, Edmonds in third, Michael Simonson, and Tim Proctor. So Tim Proctor, actually big props. He's 40-plus racing in the Masters Division, comes in fifth overall. Um, shockingly, Jerry Flug won the single speed. Um <laughs> Showing some early season, um, I guess, ski fitness, because that's generally what he does in the offseason. Uh, but anyhow, he's uh, came in seventh overall. Of course, he won the top single speed. And amazingly, he's only 13 minutes down on pro rider Turner. So uh, pretty, pretty impressive showing for a single speed on a very hilly circuit there in the mountains of Georgia. Uh, Megan Coral won the women's in 342. Stephanie Swan and Lisa Randall following up her on the podium. So that's how the, uh, the race went down there in Georgia. Um, and of course that race is promoted by Eddie O'Day and Amrita. Um, some great folks down there putting on some great, great races. Um, let's talk about, uh, we'll tell you what, we'll bring up, um, 24 hours in the old Pueblo. If, uh, John, yeah, I'll get John over here and he can, uh, talk right. about it but yeah just right. do a little primer and i'll get him over here yep. set up okay, absolutely cool. absolutely so um 24 hours in the old pueblo folks if you haven't uh, experienced it it is a serious race out out west um racing on some desert type terrain um unique course very flowy from what i understand uh very dry uh dusty conditions every year um spot a 16 16 and a half mile loop um and they have all kinds of categories out there racing from uh, solo men, solo women, uh, duos, uh, up to four and five man teams, corporate teams, uh, single speed, single speed teams. I mean, we've got all kinds of, uh, all kinds of results there on that end. Um, but on the men's side, uh, Richard Nutson, 19 laps, uh, racing for fair wheel bicycles, um, one lap up on uh, a couple of guys that looked like they kept them pretty close because they weren't, uh, it wasn't even a full lap. When you look at the results, looks like maybe he was able to get out for that final lap under the time cutoff. Um, Jerry Kurland, uh, 16 laps um, on the women's side, Kristen Wolf and Beth Utley one and two laps down respectively doing um, amazingly well. Can you, and if you figure those, uh, those times out there, 16 laps over a 16 mile loop, uh, you're looking at racing nearly the whole time. There's really little breaks there. Um, on the uh, duo side, um, Aaron Gilly and Kerry Smith, one racing um, kind of for one racing for broken spokes, one racing for rare disease. That CF renamed CF team um, won the duo with uh, 
Kyle Taylor and Kurt Wilhelm, uh, 9250. Uh, Jonathan Yon. Yes, I am. Hey, Mark. Yeah, excellent. Can you tell me, um, yeah, how, how's it going, it's man? It's going good. How are you? Good. Excellent. Very, very good. Um, I've always wanted to speak to the guy that can race with Skittles and water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, the Skittles. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, good. Yeah, you'll you'll probably never. I don't think I will. What have I started that. with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably probably doesn't hurt, help your uh, coaching thing that you're uh, you promote that. But you know, hey, whatever. yeah, I don't necessarily uh, <laughs> prescribe that to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so tell me how um, Kyle and Kurt did for you. I mean, obviously, pretty impressive numbers. Yeah, there. those guys did amazing. They had a really, really, really solid run. Um, we had them in second place in the men's duo, and we also had Scott Engstrom in the solo class, um, who took second place, um, and Eric Lord Excellent. in the solo class, who took fifth place. Um, so yeah, Excellent. it was it was um, as always. Old Pueblo was an amazing weekend. Um, I want to say, I, hands down, it's one of the the funnest events I do of the year, the most fun event I do of the year. Um, early season, yeah. we escaped. When we left our house, it was around zero, and when we got to Tucson, it was eighty six. So it was 86 degrees warmer yeah. than uh, where we were in the mountains of Colorado, which was, you know, it's just always such an awesome break to get down there and uh, hang out in the warmth. Um, right. Now, from what I understand, it's kind of a festival atmosphere the whole weekend. I mean, there's stuff going on all the time. It is. We had guys um, coming in through so. the tent naked this year um, through the timing tent. I think lap one <laughs> gentleman rode through the tent uh, naked. You got folks yeah. in tutus and clown suits and, um, yeah, there's there's quite a range, you know. You got some teams out there that are really trying to compete and see how they stack up to everybody, and then you got a lot of people that are there just to have a really really awesome time. Um, so yeah, it brings a real fun atmosphere to that that event. I think Todd Shadow, who puts on Whiskey Fifty, also he just does such a great job promoting um, and keeping the events right. running smoothly, and um, you know keeps everybody having a good time. And I think that's why Old P fills every year you know, rather quickly, I think solo sold out this year in, in minutes. Um, he had two, right. 200 spots sold out. And, um, so yeah, it's really become kind of a, a, a staple event in the United States that I, I'd like to see more people from the East coast travel out and catch it. It's just so much fun. Um, oh yeah. 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 I agree. There's, I mean, honestly, when you talk about like timed events like that, you which are the multi-lap timed events. I mean, I, I, there's maybe five or six, um, that you can list and old, Old Pueblo is always right there at the top. Um, you know, we've got a couple on this end, um, like the six hours of Warrior Creek. You know, if one of these races, all these races sell out ridiculously yeah. fast. You know, if you're not if you're not awake at six a.m. when they open up uh, registration, yeah. you're done. So yeah, that's a good problem, I so. suppose. It's great to see the sport. Yeah. You know, is uh, filling that filling is events like that. that. That's awesome, for sure. Absolutely. So, how did you? Uh, from what I understand, you and Tanner. Yeah, race, so we also correct? had this year on our team. Uh, we had two um, father and child uh, duos. So I had myself with my 14 year old son Tanner, and then we had Brian Sells with his 12 year old daughter, which you know Bailey was just amazing. Uh, this little 12 year old girl who had never ridden her bike before at night um, ever in her life, and she did two night laps out there um, on a on a full suspension bike with flat pedals, um, and just loved it. Like never complained, had the time of her life. Um, it was, it was just great. It was awesome. So yeah, Tanner and I, we do it. Uh, we do duo every other year is kind of our rhythm. We did it when he was 12. Um, and then the next year I did solo and then this year we did duo next year. I will do solo again. And I've kind of created this rhythm where every other year, my son and I go back, um, just for fun. And then every other year I go there to be competitive in the solo class. 
Um, uh, excellent. Yeah. And I'd imagine every every other year he gets quicker. He gets quicker and quicker and closer to your lap. Yeah, times. closer yeah. in lap times, and then just the ability to <laughs> ride longer. So the year we did right. it when he was Absolutely. twelve, he made it till like one in the morning, and then we didn't ride again until about seven thirty. And this year we made it to, I think, about 5 or 5.15 in the morning. And then we didn't ride until 7.30. So we have a deal. You know, obviously I'm, I'm a soloist, so I could go out and just ride the whole race. Um, but our goal going into this is to ride a father-son duo. My um, objectives here are to teach my son that we're working together as a team and we're going to carry an equal burden and an equal share of our success. So if Tanner gets tired and needs to go to bed, I don't step in and just ride 10 laps. Um, we try right. to keep our times, you know, kind of equal. So at night I start doubling up laps a little bit since his laps slow down a little bit at night. Um, and the goal is at the end of the race, hopefully Tanner and I have both raced about, you know, 10 hours each or 12 hours each. Um, even if maybe I've done more laps than him mileage wise, time wise, we're sharing the burden. So, um, you know, it's a father son. If, if he's too tired to go back out, then we wait until it's his turn again. And, um, when he's ready to go again, there's no pressure, of course. Um, but I think it's, you know, kind of teaching him um, that he has an, an equal share in that event and, and it's a uh, it's a partnership and not just dad's going to go out and ride the whole race and, you know, he can do a lap and call it good. So it's fun. It's, right. it's amazing. So so for us East Coasters, what what's the, what are the laps like? From what I understand, it's it's a very nice course, very flowy, very um, – I mean, you can pretty much hold your speed through much of it, Wicked correct? fast. Yeah, we end up with about yeah. 900 feet of climbing over 16.3 miles. Um, okay. Uh, it's almost all single track. There's a tiny little bit of double track here and there. But in general, you're riding really fast, super smooth, uh, very little technical, um, twisty, turny, fast through the desert single track. Um, the, the biggest concern out there is the cactus. We got, I mean, it's like hilariously bad these uh chula balls and um prickly pears and inevitably unfortunately you see people crashing into them and people get stuck with these giant balls of needles that if you try to grab one then it sticks to your hands and so you have to carry combs with you to to pop them out of your legs and feet yeah i mean they're like these are like serious like unlike anything i had never experienced the desert before i'm originally from virginia so my first time coming to this event, like I, I had no idea what I was getting into and I had these balls stuck in my feet and, you know, I tried to grab one and I couldn't pull it out and stuck in my hand. And yeah, it, it's crazy. You get needles that like uh, go through your carbon fiber sole shoes. I had one this year, even that went all the way through the sole and was poking me in the bottom of my foot. That's how hardcore wow. these needles are. Yeah, they're, it's pretty nuts. So that's probably the, the scariest part from a technical standpoint is you, you're literally, you're coming around turns and your arms are brushing cactus needles. That's how tight some yeah. of this trail is with the cactus. Um, but other than now, that, do you see it? Oh, go ahead. Do you see end up? Do you end up seeing a, a lot more uh, flat tires on this type you of know, it, course? It doesn't not seem like it. You know, I think if everybody's running yeah. some stands or some orange seal, um, yeah. there's not a lot to rip sidewalls out there. Um, because again, okay. in general, it's a pretty smooth desert course. There's a few little techie okay. sections at the end, but, um, the needles, you know, in general, the needles are small enough that stands or an orange seal should pretty well take care of the, the issue. So uh, I didn't see a lot. I saw a few guys out there this year with flats, but, but nothing too crazy. Um, you do okay. unfortunately see some folks that really, you know, go into a cactus in a bad way and it's, yeah, it, it's kind of scary and sad. It, I bet it's kind of ugly. Yeah. Yeah. A friend yeah. of mine, Ernesto, I know um, went so, into one one year and he got beat up pretty bad. You guys probably know Ernesto out of Ohio. Ernesto Marinchin. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, yep. he actually yep. got pushed off, you know, took a bad uh, uh, pass. And, you know, I think it was a, uh, um, a situation where he said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go left. And the guy went left 
and he ended up into a big cactus. And if I remember right, maybe I'm exaggerating this, but it was something like 300 needles, 300 plus needles they had to pull out of him in the uh, timing tent. Um, yeah. it, it, it was ugly. He he got a pretty bad body full of needles. So that tends to happen every year, unfortunately. But yeah. 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 I walled with uh, Ernesto after uh, Kohada this year. Um, both of us ended up with uh, mechanicals and um, I actually had an injury. Um, I was actually pretty sick. Uh, I shouldn't have even raced, but in the rain, um, ended up walking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We ended up uh, coming back to the uh, start finish line together, kind of together, because he ended up. Uh, if I remember it, he snapped his chain. Yes, he did. I think. Yeah. Yep. So he's one of our yeah, ninety-two so. fifty riders this year. Ernesto's riding an. Oh, yet. excellent! Yeah, great. Super, great. super stoked to have him on the team. Of course, we've been longtime yeah. friends and great, great guy. Yeah, he is. A, he is a great. Great guy to hang out with. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you very much um, for uh, talking about Old Pueblo. It's, it's interesting to get a different perspective because, you know, us out here in the mountains or, you know, the the foothills of North Carolina have no idea what you're talking about when you talk about racing in the desert. At all, um, yeah. Can't, can't even fathom yeah. it. Yeah, so. average speeds of 16, 17, 18 miles an hour. I mean, those are wow. like road bike averages right yeah 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 i mean you're that's, out on yeah, a four-man that's... team and guys are doing sub-hour laps on 16.3 mile uh on a 16.3 yeah. mile course so it just makes it fun you know you're just smiling ear to ear the whole entire time because you're just ripping through this super fun single track it's great great yeah. time it's great it's great great well um thanks for uh being on you bet um, thanks for having we'll, me i'm sure we will i'd love to maybe in the future have you on again um t- certainly talk a little bit more about 9250 if you if you've got time i'd love to hear about what you got going on out there. Oh, I would love to come on anytime, Mark. Just reach out. I'm always Great. here for you. Great. And we, we will certainly do that. Great. Good luck um, with the again, new show. That was, yeah, that was uh, Jonathan Davis there from 9250 out there in Colorado. Um, certainly a great resource if you live out in that area um, for everything, um, for your training needs, your coaching, um, even uh, even some equipment issues uh, you may have. Uh, get up with uh, Jonathan Davis Thanks, Mark. Take um, care. And going back to the results, um, also um, the other race that had occurred this last week. No problem. Have a good day. Um, and uh, also the other race going on this weekend, or last weekend, uh, was the 12 Hours of Santos in Florida. Um, this actually, this race actually got a little bit of hype going in. Uh, Bob McCarty was to team up with Jeremiah Bishop, a big, big uh, super team there um, with um, Bob McCarty uh, coach, Slash pro rider uh, ter- uh, going up with um, certainly uh, Mr. Mountain Bike himself, Jeremiah Bishop. Um, they were going to be doing a two-man team. Um, and then the big winter storms came through here the East Coast, and Jeremiah Bishop wasn't able to get to Florida. Um, so Bob McCarty actually teamed up with Kathy Russell and ended up in second overall um, and actually a co-ed team. Um, just behind David Wood and Sam Evans out of uh, Western North Carolina. Uh, guys I see all the time at some of the uh, local races here in North Carolina. Um, uh, finishing up that was Regan Woodall and Michael Unclesby. And then speaking of that, uh, on the six-hour race, uh, Ryan Woodall takes the solo six-hour, and we talked about him earlier in the program, uh, with the he's a part of Drew Edsel's new uh, felt uh, team there, uh, pro pro closet. So he's um, certainly another one to watch um, as as we have uh, as we follow the season along. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll be racing more in the 
hundred miler type races or if he'll be going back with Mitch and doing a lot more of the traditional uh, uh, XC races. But anyhow, that's uh, those are the results that we have for this this week. Um, again, my name is Mark Stover. Um, I, I'm very happy to be here. Very happy to have this show. I'm looking forward to giving you guys the information that you need. But again, um, really need your support. Um, really need you guys to tell me what's going on out there in the world. I'm I'm here in North Carolina. I kind of have a, a decent clue as to what's going on here in North Carolina as far as the races as far west out into the western into the mountains up into Virginia and things like that. I know a lot of those riders and um, what what's going to be expected of those courses. But some of the races that occur in the Midwest and the mountainside and even all the way out into the the left coast there in California is certainly going to need um, some assistance in telling me what to expect of those races um, and even letting me know what those races are. Um, so please get, drop us a line, um, mark at mountainbikeradio.com uh, or ben at mountainbikeradio.com, and we'll figure out how to get in touch. Also, feel free to check out the last aid station on Facebook. Um, we have a have set up a page there. Put in your comments. You know, let us know what what we can do better. What, let let us know what what you guys want to hear, and um, we look forward to providing this uh, podcast about every week and a half or two weeks or so. Um, certainly, as the season unfolds into the middle of the season, uh, there in the middle of from May to August or so, we'll probably be doing more than more than every other week. We'll probably be hitting it every week or so. Um, and again, we're hoping to have. All kinds of people on everything from your the, the usual suspects being the mountain bike pros and the, the top amateurs that are competing out there for the wins, but also the people that support these races, whether they're um, sponsors or race promoters or race directors. Those are the guys that really make this sport what it is and and continue to really push this sport. Um, and so that's one. Those are the things that um, we really want to hear from. We want to hear from those people. Or if you're a racer and you know of a really good promoter that we, you really think. Um, this would be a good format to get the word out about their races. Let us know. Um, and ben, yep, I am. And I just wanted to make a mention too, um, that just a reminder, if you go to mountainbikeradio.com and look on the left-hand side, there's a little, uh, link to mountain bike calendars. And, uh, my buddy, Jason, uh, some of you know, Jason over at XXC Meg, he quit doing that. And we've basically transferred that endurance calendar over. So if you go to that mountain bike calendars, you can click on, there's a couple different calendars there, but we're building out the endurance one. If you know of a race, um, you know, just hang with us on the dates. We're getting the dates updated as you know, I am doing that as soon as I can. Um, and if you know of a race that's not on there, just shoot me an email. I can get that updated. So that's a good place to check in and to see what's going on or what's coming up, you know, maybe in your area, it's pretty full list. Um, all the 2014 dates obviously aren't, aren't updated yet, but it's getting there. So check it out. So that that's excellent. it from my side. Um, just one thing to close out the uh, excellent, um, great, and uh, once again, go to Mountain Bike Radio. Um, check out everything that's on that page, uh, mountainbikeradio.com. Check out everything that's there. Um, some of the shows um, are on uh, their app. Um, most of yep, the shows all are the on all their the stuff app. that um, goes on to mountainbikeradio.com. I upload it. I make a page for every show. So what you'll see with the last aid station is you'll see a main page. And then, um, from there, each episode will, you'll just click on, you know, uh, click to continue the episode and each episode will have its, its own page with links 
and that kind of stuff. And you can stream on the page. You can download from there. Or you can download the app and listen to it on your mobile device. So each episode that is done goes there. So you're good three ways to listen to it. So Excellent. Excellent. Um, so I had uh, one more little bit of news here. Um, this really doesn't have anything directly to do with endurance racing, with the exception that it is being run by Namrito O'Day. Um, the O'Days are big people in the endurance mountain bike racing, going all the way back from when they ran the Burn 24. Um, certainly they're still promoting the uh, – the Southern cross race. Um, and until just last year, they were, they were the, the promoters of fool's gold. So certainly, um, they are the, they are big names in the mountain bike racing community. Um, uh, Namrita actually has started a project called www.rescue-project.org. And it's a really good project that she started last year. Um, and what they're doing is, is she's created a foundation of sorts in which the, you can buy great clothing um, from Castelli, um, from uh, American Apparel, so both on bike and off the bike, and all the profits that go from that, and really cool kit-looking kits, really cool-looking graphics. So all the profits that go from that go directly to um, rescue ag- uh, animal rescue agencies um, across the country, and you actually have the choice when you – um, buy anything from their site and it can be anything from caps to baseball hats to hoodies to kit like full kits whether it be jerseys or bibs where you can actually choose which rescue agency you want that money to go to um, it's a wonderful project um, it's she's doing wonderful things there the idea is that over the course of a season you'll see different graphics different kits come up different ideas um, but it's a it's cool to see uh, people stepping up and um doing things for really good causes out there and people that have come from, you know, our community, so to speak in the endurance world. So and we'll put a link. Uh, to anyhow, that that's, we'll put, I'll put yeah, a link to that. Absolutely. In the show notes. Absolutely. So, um, anyhow, it's been, uh, it's been great. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got the uh, first show under the, under our belt, so to speak, Ben. Yeah. I'm um, looking forward to it. I'm glad to, glad, glad to be All here. Right. Sounds good. And, uh, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. And I look forward to, to the next one and it probably in listeners probably won't be this long each time, but just be, just be, uh, be ready for it because if it is, you're getting a ton of free content basically. So, um, but yeah, so I appreciate it, Mark and appreciate everyone listening. I'll let you close this one out, Mark. All right, everybody. It's uh, Mark from mountain bike radio. This is the last aid station. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to another episode of mountain bike radio. Be sure to head over to mountainbikeradio.com to find a full listing of all the shows, recent episodes, archives, and you can buy some swag, t-shirts, socks, stickers, and you can become a member in which you get deals on coaching, nutrition, products, and a whole bunch of other things. So be sure to head over to mountainbikeradio.com and you'll find all the info you need. Thank you.